This podcast is brought to you by the Reform Witness Committee of Hope Protestant Reformed Church in Walker, Michigan. It is our goal to spread our distinct Protestant Reformed views based on the Word of God and the Reformed Confessions. We hope that this message is edifying to you. Today's meditation is the meeting of mercy and truth. For that, we will read Psalm 85. To the chief musician, a psalm for the sons of Korah. Lord, thou hast been favorable unto thy land. Thou hast brought back the captivity of Jacob. Thou hast forgiven the iniquity of thy people. Thou hast covered all their sin. Thou hast taken away all thy wrath. Thou hast turned thyself from the fierceness of thine anger. Turn us, O God, of our salvation, and cause thine anger toward us to cease. Wilt thou be angry with us forever? Wilt thou draw out thine anger to all generations? Wilt thou not revive us again, that thy people may rejoice in thee? Show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints. But let them not turn again to folly. Surely his salvation is nigh to them that fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring out of the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. Yea, the Lord shall give that which is good, and our land shall yield her increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and shall set us in the way of his steps. The judge may be full of pity for a man whom he must sentence, but he may not in any way and to any degree minimize the sentence that the law of the land requires. If he does, He is breaking the law and deserves to be punished. There is, then, only one explanation for the seeming contradiction that David wrote in Psalm 103, verses 6-8. through He wrote that God executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. And now in verse 8 he adds, The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. Bear in mind that although the Israelites were taken from underneath the bondage and oppression of the Egyptians, these Israelites soon showed all manner of sins and deserved to be cast into the greater oppression of hellfire. How then could the psalmist speak of the God of righteousness and judgment being gracious and plenteous in mercy toward them? Really, there is no contradiction here. The cross of Christ stands between these two facts and truths. Yea, the cross stands between God and these sinners of Israel, who are dealt with in tender mercy and in abundant grace. Because God was our covenant head, God poured out upon him all the punishment that we deserve. Seeing us in him, God, in strictest righteousness and judgment, declared that all the punishment that we deserve was fully suffered. Not the slightest fraction of the punishment of the law required was withheld. 
Because of this, God can in righteous judgment deal with us graciously and mercifully. It is so very true that the Lord is ever merciful and unto anger slow. His loving kindness and his grace in rich abundance flow. We can and must say that God's mercy and grace are upon us, not in spite of his righteousness and judgment or contrary to them, but due to that righteousness and judgment. Bless his name, then, for that cross of Christ, in whom mercy and truth are met together, and righteousness and peace have kissed each other. To close, our psalm choir sings Psalter number 277, stanza Six. Thank you for listening to this message. It is our hope that it was edifying to you. Please subscribe to our podcast. We publish daily meditations, Heidelberg Catechism Lord's Day sermons on Wednesdays, and topical podcasts on Fridays. You can find more information about us at our website, hopeprchurch.org, and you can email us with any questions or feedback at hoperwc at gmail.com. Thank you.